everyone, and welcome to First Day Pod. I am so excited for tonight. I'm always excited for podcast night, but tonight is something special. Um, So for those of you that are just tuning in for the first time, this is First Day Pod, where we really just get together to share wisdom. We educate each other and we empower each other. Um, It's a really fun podcast. Um, If you're used to podcasts where people are talking at you, this is not one of those shows. Um, So my favorite part is having you guys in the comments. So if you're in the comments, um, I am very squirrely, so I am not going to field the questions before they pop up. I am just going to put them on the screen and you become part of the show with us. So um, now today is a little something different. We haven't had a um, a guest on the show in quite a long time, and I am so excited to introduce you guys to our guest. So he has been a registered nurse working in mental health for nearly a decade which I, I can't believe, like you started when you were 10. Uh, he knew from the start it was not his true calling, but he still couldn't, he wouldn't change a thing. Nursing taught him many important lessons, introduced him to the love of his life, and financed some pricey bucket list adventures. He recently decided it's time to prioritize his passion and fulfillment over earnings. Reviving his old YouTube channel with step one, he views today's podcast as an important second step. He is excited to share some experiences, discoveries, and what he believes is the key to turning an ordinary life extraordinary. Well, I would like to introduce you guys to Brian Nicoletti, the guy that's done everything. So welcome, Brian. Thank you for having me on, Leah. Very excited to be here. I am so excited to, oh my gosh. So I was thinking back, it has been over a decade, I feel maybe since yeah. we used to work together. Time flies. <laughs> it's like kind of scary. It yeah. is. It is. It doesn't uh, feel I, like that long ago. Like it doesn't. It doesn't. So uh, this was really interesting. So not that you guys like really care how this came to be, but I'll just tell you everything happens for a reason. <laughs> so I have, even though we live in the same city. I used to work at Costco, Brian used to work at Costco, and we used to work together. And even though I go to Costco way too often, even though we live in the (laughs) same city, I have not seen this guy in literally over a decade. We ran into each other at the bank and in line, probably annoying all the eight people that were between us, we could not stop talking. So um, he's got some exciting things coming up. And I just thought this would be really fun to introduce you guys to such a cool guy. So, um, Brian, I just want to ask, okay, so we're going to get right into it. You can talk about your, like how you got here, all of the things. Um, but I kind of want to know, so you had like a, something happened to you when you were younger in your twenties. Do you mind talking about that first? No, that's, I, that's kind of how I think we, we almost Beautiful. have to start it off. And Wonderful. Um, I, I tend to ramble and I know this, I don't want to take up all the time. I'm, I'm excited to catch up this with is you great. and um, explore a whole bunch of different things. But uh, the, the sort of quick version to my story was back when I was like 22 years old, I was in, I think the middle of nursing school. Um, I had just taken like a 
wouldn't even call it a jog, <laughs> but a quick jog over to my friends. He was like one block away. Um, kind of opened the door, started my way down to his basement, hopped down a few stairs, um, as like I've done a, a million times before. And kind of as I like hit the the ground uh, to his basement, I just felt something uh, strange like happen in my chest. It was kind of like a light switch uh, being flicked. It was so like abrupt wow. and uh, it wasn't like really painful, um, but it, but it was just like really strange. And I could just tell that, that it was my heart. So um, I, I kind of went over to the couch that he was at. I let him know like something weird was going on and I just sat down and like felt my pulse and I, and looking back, I think that might've been what um, sort of converted it back to normal, wow. uh, but, it, but it went away like almost as quickly as it occurred, uh, thankfully, but it still really, it really freaked me out because I have uh, grandfathers on both sides that have had heart attacks. Like my one had three, the final one killed him. My uncle had like open heart surgery. My oh. dad has like different heart rhythms. Like hearts aren't great in my family. So okay. it kind of freaked me out. And um, that triggered like doctor's appointments and, and whatnot, trying to, to figure out what was going on. But in the meantime, I had done like a Google search, like at what age can you have a heart attack? <laughs> wow. Yeah, of course. Going, going, going straight for worst case scenario. <laughs> of course. And it's like, it's rare, but it can happen in your twenties. Uh, like, wow. Oh my God. So it, that just kind of really had me reflecting on like my life up to that point. Um, and I'm doing these tests and, and they're, they're like coming back fine, but I'm, I still haven't gone and seen like the final cardiac specialist. Okay. To, hear it, to hear it from him and like in all that time I had reflected back on my life and and just realized like there's been so many things that I I had always said you know one day I'm, I want to do this or one day I'm going to do that and being in the middle of of university for nursing I had kind of used that in my mind as an excuse for like now is not the time when I graduate I'll have more money I'll be able to do this I'll be able to do that when the reality is like a lot of these different things I had always wanted to do, I could have easily done by now if I, you know, yeah. I had focused my intention and like my intent on those things. And um, at that time, I really didn't know if, if a lot of those things would even be possible anymore, like what's going on with my heart. But I basically made a decision like, regardless of what the result was, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start living my life to the fullest, essentially. Awesome. And um the good news was like the doctor believes it's something called supraventricular tachycardia, which um, that's what I thought when you were explaining yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's basically just a, w the medical like version. It's just a super rapid heartbeat. So it can be like between 160 to upwards of like 200 beats per minute. Your heart goes into this just like really fast um, rhythm. And it's, it's just the electrical impulses taking like a route. It shouldn't. Okay. And then um, sometimes it'll switch back on its own. Uh, sometimes they have to give you a medication. I believe it's adenosine. And it like temporarily start stops your heart for like a second. Oh, wow. And then they count on your heart just restarting on its, <laughs> on its <laughs> own. I've never had to, it's called being converted. I've never had to be converted, thank God. Because uh, it's happened a few times since. But um, 
basically I'm fine. If, if it uh, starts to happen a lot uh, and really affect my life, I can go in and have like a procedure called an ablation done. Um, but in reality of all the things that could be like wrong with a heart, that is probably one of the best okay. <laughs> from, from my research. Good. Um, so I was pumped. And uh, after all this, you know, I had thought, you know, it's time to start, uh, put, stop putting things off, start living life to the fullest. And I remember right away this project uh, or assignment we were given in grade 11 leadership class at uh, St. Joe's High School. And it was to write out a bucket list of like a hundred things you wanted to do before you kicked the bucket. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, my mom and I are like hoarders. So we keep everything. And I, I searched like all my stuff, hoping to find it. And I couldn't find it anywhere. So I must've thrown it out, but truth be told at that time, I thought, you know, like it's a cool assignment, but I, I, I left it to the last minute and I just like filled out a whole bunch of things like an hour before class. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm like, but the, but I knew the assignment could be like worthwhile. So uh, remembering that, I'm like, I'm gonna write out everything that I can possibly think of that I've ever like seen on TV, thought would be cool to do, um, and then make it like my you know goal to start pursuing these things. Awesome. So that um, a few more minutes. <laughs> No, <laughs> like keep all together. No, no, but, no. Uh, this is Brian. Seriously, this is your yeah. podcast. Like, this is yeah. your show. Yeah, I'm loving this. I can't believe I didn't know this. Yeah, this is what's uh, well, weird. Once in a while, I'll I'll go off off the rails with the story, but uh, so because of because of this list I had had come up with, um, I was trying to think of like what's the first thing I'm going to do on it, and I had wanted to go uh, see what was involved with getting my pilot's license for a long time. Uh, and there, and like, looking back, there was a couple things kind of holding me back and it was just like fear and the unknown. Um, I had thought, you know, my car is always like breaking down the engines that these small planes use are the same <laughs> engines that go into cars. Like it breaks down what happens. And I just didn't know. So now that I had this little push, I, I just did a Google search. Like what happens if your plane breaks down, um, and essentially, if it's not in the first two minutes, or sorry, like I think six minutes after takeoff or like the last six minutes before landing, it's quite easy to glide the plane down. Uh, oh, it's cool. just those first and last few minutes where the danger would be. And planes have like really, really uh, strict requirements for maintenance and like being checked over. So flying, that's why they say flying so safe. So that made me feel better. I looked into how to go about um doing flight lessons and getting your pilot's license. There's a place called Windsor Flying Club by the airport here. I went, checked that out. They offer, uh, it's called introductory flights is uh, what they do. This is a while ago now because we're getting old, but (laughs) 10 (laughs) 10 years ago, 10 years ago, I think it was like 160 bucks. And um, the the whole thing's like an hour, an hour and a half. And they kind of show you the whole checklist. You go in this small two-seater plane and then they... uh, they, they take you up to like 2,000 feet. There's two sets of controls, one in front of you, one in front of the, the pilot. And then once he got us up to 2,000 feet, we're over over top of the county. And he's just like, all right, this is how you go left. This is how you go right. This is how you go up. And that's how you go down. And he lets me fly this small plane around the county. Oh, my God. Like, that's so cool. For probably like 45 minutes. He lets me take it all the way back to the runway. 
and like start descending the plane to the point where we're, I swear we were like 20 or 30 feet above the runway. And I'm like, this guy's not going to let me like lay in this plane on my introductory flight. Is he And right at the last second? He's like, all right, I got controls. And he takes the stick back and like lands us. And I was like, that was freaking awesome. <laughs> so I'm like all fired up. Cause I like, I literally just flew a plane, which was like on the bucket list. Right. Insane. Um, getting the pilot's license I knew would be expensive. That would have to happen after, you know, I have a, better income but I literally got to fly a plane Um, that's incredible and then it just so happens because I was on the Windsor Flying Club's email list it was a week or two later I get an email saying the Windsor Flying Club's going skydiving skydiving Uh was the number one thing I had written down on my bucket list and I was kind of faced with a like all right is is this like change you say you want to make for real or not like because I'm very scared of heights but that's an experience I wanted to experience be able to say that I've done so I was just like I'm gonna I'm gonna send a message out to some friends and see I messaged like my six best friends four of them were like heck yes and uh and we booked it fast forward like a few weeks we're 10,000 feet above Tecumseh Michigan and uh that's my display picture for all of my like the guy that's done everything type oh. stuff again that it was just kind of and then this just kind of built more like momation and fo- uh, momation yeah <laughs> momation <laughs> i love it momentum <laughs> and motivation momentum and motivation momation i love exactly. it exactly and um i'm like fired up so i'm looking at my list and and again skydiving was like they're not necessarily cheap things but it's it was far from expensive like maybe 200 dollars at the time for something i'm gonna remember forever so um for for 360 dollars, i just had two things that i'll like never ever forget but um i could have easily done way before then if i had you know prioritized um living life to the fullest and now now i had done them i'll have that forever so i'm looking at my list my uh Number two and three things were bungee jumping and sky. Or sorry, bungee jumping and whitewater rafting. Okay. So I just like did a little search um, to find out where the closest place to go bungee jumping was. It just so happens up near Ottawa, uh, there's a place called the Great Canadian Bungee. It's like the at the time it was the highest um, year round or like full time place you could bungee jump in North America is what they were advertising. Wow. And then they offered either one day you go bungee jumping or two day packages where day one you go bungee jumping day two you go whitewater rafting on the ottawa river come on (laughs) so i messaged the friends there's a few of the same ones a couple that said no to skydiving we're like yeah for sure my sister uh and then my dad he didn't bungee jump but he came up and whitewater rafted and we all went on this trip to ottawa maybe a month month or month and a half later and um I can talk about bungee jumping alone for a while, which I won't, but I, that was the scariest moment of my life. That was far more scary than skydiving. Cause for me with skydiving, I was strapped to the other guy, the professional. I just didn't yeah. want to screw things up. Tell me what to do and I'll do it. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Bungee jumping. It's you like on that platform and you have to get yourself off of it. And, uh, no. that that like second where you have to do it my legs just went com- 
completely like limp. They weren't working anymore. The whole eight hour ride up, I was talking about how my skydive was going to be a beautiful swan dive. Cause it, <laughs> there's all these people on the internet and like some of them do beautiful swan dives and others just have like pathetic exits off of whatever they're jumping off of the whole time. I'm going to have the most beautiful swan dive. And I get up there and they, they count you down and they go three, two. And I swear to God from like two to one was the longest second of my entire life. Cause it, they say, don't look down. And I look down. And as I look down, I bend my knees and I go to like, jump and through Leanne literally like my brain sent the message jump and my legs were like not it was like no I did not have use of my legs and in that whole second I had like a little conversation I was like the only way I'm getting off this platform is if I let gravity take me so I just leaned forward <laughs> and it it all happens quick so it's probably not as bad looking as I make it sound but it's a terrible exit from the platform <laughs> I literally just like lean forward and fall oh but, my God. terrifying and then Whitewater rafting was, I say, like the best mix of like adrenaline and and fun. It wasn't like as scary, but it was a great time. So that launched my like um, my mission to just you know try and get everything crossed off the list. I've done a bunch of traveling since. I've went and uh, done a helicopter tour from Las Vegas down to the Grand Canyon. They land at the bottom. You have like a quick lunch. Um, got my photo in front of the Hollywood sign and different things. And then what, uh, what really launched the whole, the guy that's done everything was one of the, uh, one of the things that made me really, you know, start thinking about doing skydiving even before uh, the whole like email and, and uh, test flight was a friend had posted some photos of, of herself skydiving it's comfy skydive and that made me realize like that that it was even something real that I could do because like in my mind it's always like yeah you could go skydiving but how do you how would what's what would you even do like where would you go right even like like it was going to be some big difficult thing to do yeah and then I saw these photos of her do it and I'm like oh well there's a place right there like and she just did it like I it's not that like it's not unachievable and her like her like photos um, of her experience was enough to kind of like make something click inside me like oh like you you can do it it's not like hard right. it's just doing right. it right so um, fast forward a little bit I'm, I'm still going through nursing I get the opportunity to speak to uh, a couple grade school classes um, cool. about like nursing health stuff and then the, the people were like hey if you ever want to come back and talk about anything else uh, we'd love to have you. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> just, it just so happens one of my bucket list things was to uh, give a motivational speech because in cool. the movie, because in the movie Any Given Sunday, I love uh, the coach is Al Pacino and he gives this like great speech and it's it's in different motivational videos on YouTube, uh, nice. clips from it and stuff. So I'm like, I'd like to do that. And when I was planning this speech out, I was like, I want to. Uh, I don't want to just go give them like a rah rah presentation. They feel yeah. like great and then they forget about it. So I was like, I'm going to create a YouTube channel and just like simply upload videos of me crossing things off my bucket list. And ho- and because I know like photos are enough to kind of show someone that, hey, it's possible. So, yeah. um, and I'm like, I don't want to like, I'm not 
looking for like clout necessarily. I just want these kids to know someone's out there, you know, trying to do everything uh, that they have dreamed of, just like a, a regular person they can look to. Uh, That's beautiful. So I was like, I'm going to, in my, in my like intro, I'm like, I don't want you or my outro, whatever it was. I was like, I don't want you guys to like remember me, but I just want you to remember that there's a guy out there uh, that's trying to do everything. So like, I want you to remember me as the guy that's done everything. That's my goal is to have people remember me as the guy that's done everything. Uh, And that's how that was born. That's beautiful. Unfortunately, life, (laughs) life happened. And once I started nursing, uh, things got busy. I started feeling bad that, you know, I wasn't able to like make videos that had the production value. I, I felt like I kind of needed to, to sort of gain a following and like be able to do it professionally. Um, so I, I, so you had really good excuses is what you're saying. I gave myself a whole bunch of excuses, (laughs) but like the reality is I should have just kept uploading and they would have got a little bit better, a little bit better. And by, if I would have kept doing that by now, you know, who knows how great the videos could be. So um, I'm in a tricky place right now. Um, like for anyone that watches Joe Rogan, he's or, or motivational clips on the internet. He talks about people like people that take the leap to like uh, try and pursue something big or like a dream or whatnot. And like a lot of these people he has on, they talk about like, taking this leap or going all in and whatnot and but like it's easier to do that when you're younger because you don't have a family and mortgage and bills and whatever else right well I'm kind of in that situation now okay so so what I would like to do and what I think uh, a way that I can get back into uh, the, the, the guy that's in everything project would be um, to show people that you know even that's possible you don't have to necessarily go like all in all in but there's ways you can kind of um continue taking care of like the things that you the important things in your life like obviously family is priority number one i can't risk you know being on the street or something just to pursue uh some other goal but i do think there are ways to uh pivot careers you know what i mean so um the the production value may still be you know start off crappy and um it may not be exciting enough videos to like gather some great following, but I just now have this sort of vision that there's a lot of people out there that want to like improve their body or like improve their bank account or what improve their like happiness, whatnot. Right. So I feel like I had this, uh, I've sort of discovered the secret to turning an ordinary life extraordinary. And I believe that's just like making the decision to live your life to the fullest. And like truly like making it and then taking some action, which we, we talked about at the bank to, to start doing that and, you know, gaining momentum. Um, I, I truly think that's like a big key to, um, to that, like turning the ordinary life extraordinary, but then a lot of people want to, you know, turn an ordinary body extraordinary. That's something I want to do. I still need, like, we can kind of learn that together and hopefully, you know, tracking my progress could help some people and then um I do have a very good career and whatnot I've have like been working in the states doing these temporary nursing contracts that pay like really really well but even though you know the income's gone up like the happiness really hasn't gone up so um 
I want to start focusing on like purpose and fulfillment and pursuing things that are, you know, I'm more passionate about and hopefully, you know, track that and people be able to see, you know, the steps, well, not just see, but I want to kind of like teach as I'm going what I'm trying to do. And then we'll say when it works out, people will be able to see, look, what he's saying wasn't just like BS. Um, And then give people, you know, the information and and potentially the steps and the mindset for for how to achieve whatever, you know, even if it's just a single goal on their bucket list or something they've been wanting to do, you know, like what are the steps? How? So that's. And it's not everything all together. That is so, so beautiful and so exciting if you really Thank start you. doing it yeah, now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But like what's cool is looking back and that's what I think is going to be really awesome about you documenting not just all the things that you're doing, but like even popping on and being like, that was a 16 hour day. So I didn't get in what I wanted to do and just the real life yeah. of it. Yeah. Um I think it's really important because then you can look back like that's how I realized how long this has been because I was like I remember his videos and I look back and I was like oh my gosh that was eight years ago that was 10 years ago oh my gosh so but you'll be able to look back and see because sometimes it's not easy to know the steps that you're taking but Mm -hmm. just taking that action like like you said once you made the decision that I'm going to knock those things off of my bucket list, mm-hmm. like that sounds like that was within months of each other, yeah. you getting all your top mm-hmm. things done. Yeah. That's amazing. And, and then um, with within the first two or three years, I really did cross like a lot of the main things off. And, and one of the things I wanted to do was show that, um, even though I hadn't spent a lot of money necessarily that there there's lots of things that um, I've been putting off that didn't cost money. So the, the one I kind of liked the most was ever since I was a kid, I thought it would be so cool to just like build an igloo, like a big igloo, you know, big enough to either kneel in or like stand in. Um, yeah. And that's something that doesn't cost any money. And then it just so happened we got like a whole bunch of snow, either that, maybe the winter after that summer or the, or the next one. And I kind of recruited some family members too. Um, we'll say it was two thirds me and one third them. And we okay. built this, uh, the bottom was 12 feet in diameter. And oh. I could stand up uh, tall, like I'm five, eight and three quarters. And those three quarters <laughs> matter. And I was wearing a hockey helmet just in case it like fell in on me. Because <laughs> right. I'm a warrior. I'm a warrior. But I could uh, I could stand up like inside of it. We built this giant igloo. It ended up on uh, I think CTV and one other maybe local uh, news story. And then my parents just were like, because I did it at my parents' house. I was living out of town. Um, my parents just had people like constantly knocking on their door and like asking if their kids could go in the igloo and like all this different stuff. Like, and then my brother was doing a placement at a school for his um, college. And it got somehow it got brought up that he like lived at the igloo house and like all the kids knew of the igloo house. So, <laughs> so awesome. Um, so something like as small as that, and then I just felt so good like having accomplished it. And um, 
And then after taking like a few years off uh, from the videos, I decided to try and make a higher sort of production value, more entertaining uh, video with some of the photo video editing tricks I had learned. Um, And that's where, that's where uh, this came from because I had been collecting these monster tabs since I was 18. I had my first one before a, uh, a trip to Cancun because I was up all night, couldn't sleep, excited mm-hmm. for the flights and didn't want to miss my like real early flight. And the, the tabs have this like little engraved M on it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so cool. And I was like, it'd be really cool to make the M logo with all these tabs with the M engraved on it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to take it down because then I won't be able to get it back up. But we'll show it on the I, um, show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have the, I have the video of, um, it turned out so much better than I was expecting. <laughs> I was impressed. I watched that video. I actually watched, and I'm notorious for not like I fast forward and like, oh, let's get to yeah. the good part. I actually yeah. watched you make that whole thing. Like it was, yeah, it you. was very cool. Well, that that was part of the goal because like today people just need like to be like cut, 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 next thing, next thing, like quick, or else they and myself, I'm the worst for it. Like it's like okay, let's get to the good part. Let's get to even if you're skipping like good parts, you still, so I'm like, you gotta go fast. And whether it's the topic or, or whatnot, it ended up being one of my higher viewed uh, videos. So that was cool. But that I that was your saw, passion. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. So um, again, that was something that even though I already knew you shouldn't put off things, like I collected those for like 10 years before I ended up sitting down and doing it. And I, I probably have enough to do two more at this point. And I should stop drinking them. I know you're anyone that's viewing this is like, you have a heart condition and you're drinking. That's where my head was going, Brian. Such I a bad that. example. I know it's terrible. It's a terrible, like, but I got to be transparent. So, but that was, that video was, it was very, and it was very well, like I it kept you. my attention yeah for the whole thing but it was also like I was impressed and I know this is like just so like minute compared to all the things that you've done but even that it was like you were talking about lining the m's up and you took like a couple of them off to like put them back into the area and then you Mm -hmm. cut them down to really make the like bottom (laughs) and I was like this is cool because I think what's lacking is because everybody's so fast forward that we're yeah. lacking people actually taking pride in what they're doing. And so to watch somebody taking pride in that was really like, it was just, that was inspiring in itself. Do I want to go and Thanks. make one of those? I mean, it was cool, but I was like, I don't think I want to drink that much monster, but yeah, no, it was very cool. And I think that will be the same thing when you're doing your, your weight loss journey and your, your money journey and all of Thank it. You, yeah. That's, yeah. It really, really impressive. I, I think. Um, so, are you going to bring back the channel in a way that is more like production, or are you going to kind of just start oh, and get that going? Right. So, my problem is, um, it's like analysis paralysis, and I love planning, and I love trying to like perfect an idea and a plan before taking any action. Um, and this, like, this happened with my videos when I was first uploading them, you know, I never thought like, oh, this is a great video aside from the monster one, which 
there was still like the, the audio was far from perfect. I didn't have my mic settings right, whatever. But I've never put out a video where like, I love this video. There's always something I wish was better about it. But I, I knew back then, like, the key was to get them out, like, right? So I know that um, I, w I could be capable of putting out, like, that perfect video with a perfect script written and everything else. But it would probably take me, like, nine months to put out one perfect video. And I, I think that I need to focus on getting content out and getting... Um, partially to hold myself accountable to continue going and um, and partially to, I think that'll be the best way to learn. It's like each video, even if you improve on like one little thing or the editing gets a little bit easier and a little bit easier so that like you can do more editing and it take less effort and less time. Um, I think that's gonna be the key. And kind of like how you said, um, looking back, you'll learn things. I think rather than try to perfect like a series of videos for the weight loss and only put them out when like video one's good because I lost the first goal or I like made it to the first checkpoint. I think I need to do it almost more vlog style where um, as, as the videos are coming out, the channel may not gain much traction because the content is like kind of boring, but as um i'm further down the road and it's like okay now this guy has lost like 70 pounds and then i take because i still have all the video clips then i take the time to edit like the great video and then at the end that great video may get the million views or get enough people's attention that like now i'm able to inspire you know thousands or hundreds of thousands instead of like 60 because the first like 30 videos were terrible so my most recent um, vision for getting the channel booted back up was to, to quite honestly, just upload um, a little bit of everything, which makes sense because it's the guy that's done everything. Because yeah. <laughs> I have a few different things. Um, the, the, whole, the whole thought behind the channel was to try and provide value to people um, with the initial idea being just like, here's what I'm doing. I hope it inspires you and not as much focused on like, here's what you need to do steps wise. Yep. I'd like to include more of like the steps wise for anyone willing to listen or looking to learn that. Um, or at least, you know, put the information out there for where I learned different steps and like got the books and whatnot. And I've read most of them, <laughs> but, um, but I've kind of dove into all the sort of self-improvement, performance, self like performance enhancement and whatnot, business sort of books. And a lot of them seem to say similar stuff. They just frame it differently and teach you it differently and help you realize the information um, differently. So there's, I think there's going to be someone that will always have already presented the information better than I'll be able to. But if I'm showing people like, this is what I'm, this is what I'm saying I'm going to do. Watch me do it. I did it. And throughout the, throughout the way I'm telling you how I did it. And it's like, and if you'd like to know a little bit, you know, if you want someone to teach you it better than I probably can, here's the book or here's the book. Or, you know what I mean? Yes. I, I think I need to be more of a person that helps, you know, 
bring people into that genre because people see, you know, self-improvement or self-help and they're like, I don't need help. Or it's kind of like almost frowned upon. And um, it is because there's so much of it out there and so many. And I know that I'm, I've been reading this kind of stuff for like over 20 years and it's only probably the last three or four years that I've actually been applying it. So we all read it and then it's like, it doesn't mm-hmm. work. Yeah, no shit. Like buying a treadmill <laughs> and having it in your living room doesn't yeah. work if you yeah. don't go on it, you know? Yeah. And they yeah. say it's like, they say it's like brushing your teeth. You have to do it every day. Like you can't just like yeah. read something and get like mo- motivated. Like motivation really isn't necessarily the key. I think it's the having the knowledge and then developing the drive. Yeah. Just doing it. So the, it's funny, like what you want to be doing. I, Mike was talking to me and he was like, I think you need to just be on YouTube. And I think you just need to stop like planning everything. If I Mm -hmm. showed you the pile of like, I'll show you, I'll show you right now. (laughs) Like like this, this is how like, Oh, you're not going to be able to see it because of the background. Oh, green screen. But anyway, <laughs> green screen is not going to be able to show That's it to right. you. But I have my ideas planned right. out so beautifully, like color coded and everything. Okay. And not a person sees anything that I want to do. So yeah. hearing, like I can, having you now on the show talking about yeah. it, I can totally tell you, just get out there and just, just start it. posting it. Yeah. Just start posting every day. Just do it. And then when Mike hears this back, he's going to be like, oh, really? So like, it's easy for you to tell <laughs> Brian to do it. And that's the way that we all are, I think. So, But I think you've been doing it because obviously being invited on here, I'm creeping the, you know, first day pod and whatnot. And you've got like all kinds of videos out. And I'm like, that's awesome. Well, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, because yeah. you've, you've been one of the people that pop up on my Facebook feed. I don't know how they decide what who comes on it because they know we saw each other at the bank (laughs) no i'm talking even since costco here and there here and there you pop up i think it's because you'll like do things and i'm like you know envious so i'm like like and then you just keep popping up okay but did you do a a a tedx or i did i was so jealous i was so jealous ted ted slash tedx is like that was a bucket list thing that's definitely on there just do it just do it. I have no idea how it works. This okay. is me, you know, falling into the same thing I told, I literally just told you about. Like, I don't know the steps. Okay. Do you but want me to tell you I how just, I did it? Yeah, please. It was really hard. So <laughs> one night. You're selling one, it. Yeah. Listen. So I, one night I was on Instagram and a girl yeah. in our city had posted on a story and said, Hey guys, I know I've been talking about this TEDx talk. Never heard her talk about it before. She was like, tonight's the deadline. Make sure you get your video in. Oh man. This is the first time I'm hearing of it. it the deadline okay. was midnight. This was yeah. 10 o'clock. I was ready to go to bed. So no yeah. makeup, no hair, no nothing. No idea yeah. what I wanted to do a TED talk, but I knew I wanted to do one. So I was like, yeah. okay. So I put my camera on my, my computer and I was like, hi guys. So I think that it would be really great to talk about how important hugs are. Cause I'm a hugger. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was like, and I was just honest. I said, I have not researched this, but I know it's important. I know I could do a 16 Mm -hmm. minute talk and I would really love it. If you'd give me the chance to interview with you guys, they called me like three months later, actually, because I was like, Uh okay, well never, I didn't hear from them. So I was like, that's done. That's fine. 
They called me. They said, come on in for an interview. They said, that's cute. You can be just before the show, before the, um, the, uh, lunch break. And yeah. so can you just do like a three to four minute talk? And I was like, oh, okay, sure. No problem. So we, uh, we yeah. had to do like this pre where you like show them what it is. So I did mm-hmm. the three to four minute talk when they actually heard it, they said, can you do a full 18 minute? And I was like, that's in two <laughs> weeks. No. So I did like, I don't know what it was, seven minutes, nine minutes, something like that. Yeah. So I fell into it the way that you that's fell awesome. into all yeah. of your things after you made the decision. Yeah. I watched it. It, it. I feel like it was a long time ago, wasn't it? A few it years was. Ago? Oh yeah, I was like, like I don't, I didn't remember necessarily exactly the topic, but I definitely watched it back then, and I was Thank jealous. Because I'm like, well, did she do a real TEDx? Like, because it, it, it's kind of a big deal. It's on the TED, yeah, the it, actual exactly. TED website. It was on the website, yeah. yeah. I was so jealous. You can yeah. do it too. Like everything that you're saying, mm-hmm. going and flying a plane, all of it. You just make the yeah. decision, and. It sounds obnoxious and maybe like, oh, well, that's not true. It actually is true. The universe conspires to be in our favor as soon as we make a decision, but like a true decision. Oh, I'm a big believer. I'm a big believer in um, the power of positive thinking and all that. And I was talking with a patient about it a couple nights ago. Exactly that. Like uh, the book, The Secret, you know, they kind of seem like you make it sound a little more easy. Like, oh, you just think, wish you had the bike and then imagine yourself having the bike and then tell yourself you have the bike and then be happy that, you know, you don't, you, um, I don't remember the steps, yeah. but it's like, and then you, the bike will just appear. It's like, no, I don't right. believe that much of it. Like I believe most of it, but then you hear other people uh, with, with a little bit of science behind them talking about, uh, the reticular activating system in, in the brain, how like if your family member gets a, a blue Ford Focus, it's like you start seeing blue Ford Focuses everywhere. Well, there's not more blue blue Ford Focuses now than there was like a week ago. It's just now that it's important to you, your brain has you like more aware and like noticing that. So if you are spending pause, like a bunch of time with your um, positive thinking towards a certain affirmation or whatever it is, your brain's going to be looking for opportunities to like make that a reality. And I think that's how it comes in. That's my belief for how it comes into your life. Like it's a combination of, of all that. And then when it comes into your life, you act yeah. on it. That's like yeah. kind of like the little part that people also don't talk about. Yeah. 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 Like this could have been not that this is going to be like, this is your comeback. Um, being on the show, but oh, I'm been... looking at it as that. <laughs> perfect, perfect. So, um, but this could have very easily been like. So you had been thinking about it. Then mm-hmm. the universe is like, oh yeah, you haven't seen her in a in a decade, yeah. but I'm gonna yeah. introduce you to her again. And yeah. then you could have instead of when I said, hey, come on my show and do it before August, you could have been like, ha, huh, no. And then. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the universe puts in yeah. front of you. If you say no to it, you can't do it. But you were like, yeah. okay. I you have to be open to it. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I also believe in um, vibrations to an extent and like meant to be and just like believe in a bit of the like sort of metaphysical or whatever to an extent. So like I definitely think uh, 
things lined up the way they did for a reason. And even if they didn't, I'm going to think of it that way because it, you know, it will, will better my life. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And but everything, like, like you might not have started the channel mm-hmm. if you didn't go and do that talk while you were in school to for nursing, right? Like, well, like, exactly, exactly. So go everything. Sorry. Yeah. So no, bad. no, no. That's exactly. I'm just saying, like, it's we don't know what our steps today are going to lead to down the road. And another, I was just watching. I don't know if you like pay attention to Pink, the performer, the singer. Pink. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I love her. Well, she's doing a show. She's on tour right now. And she just showed where she was um, performing. I don't know where she is, Germany or something. And mm-hmm. she was like, she was there in 2002. And so now it's like, what, 21 years later? And she's performing at the same place. And they put a picture of her from that show. And then oh. now her like little, you know, intro card kind of thing for this show. And that show, she was just this like, cute little punk singer, Mm -hmm. uh, pink hair and like no muscle, just like this sweet little girl. And now she's like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, now she's like all muscle, like hanging off of this. Like she's an acrobat. And when she first started, I'm sure that's not at all where she thought she would be, you know, but she just kept showing up and kept like iterating what she was doing. And that's what we need to do. Cause staying inside of our like little binder of ideas. She has an awesome story. She She has an awesome story. Cause she, I watched some sort of documentary on her cause she has a phenomenal voice, but you, you, however they marketed her or whatever, you wouldn't necessarily realize it. And then I remember they, they talked about with the Moulin Rouge song. Uh, She was in that and people were they just made an assumption like oh Christina Aguilera was going to do the like one part where you you hit a real like real high note or whatever and and I don't know she said like I don't think so or whatever but they they almost had like a competition and she Pink did it better even though she wasn't necessarily thought of as like that sort of singer right because she was doing more the the punky stuff but I she had like incredible voice, but she got into this into the scene. There was already too many Britney Spears and whatever else, so she had to get in her own way. That is so cool. She she yeah she's pretty she's pretty awesome. Yeah, but she did does it her own way. She shows up, and mm-hmm. I think that's the big I think that's the the big thing. Um, okay. So now I saw that you did get back on though. You've been doing a couple oh, yeah. of your shows. Yeah. Yes. Anyone, whoever's watching this, don't go watch those two videos. <laughs> those those were uploaded. Those were <laughs> uploaded purely for me. <laughs> but so that's a start. And now yeah, where are exactly. you at right now with your where are exactly. you right now with your weight loss journey? Oh, so um I think since January I'm down probably like 25 pounds which might sound decent to most people but like I'm still very disappointed (laughs) because I can lose weight very quickly when I put my mind to it but again like life and priorities like I try I want to try and keep my priorities where they should be so like family's going to be number one so if it if there's an opportunity to spend time with like my daughter and uh stepsons and my fiance 
um, I'm going to, especially if I haven't been spending much with them. And then uh, summertime, we've got a vacation coming up. I've been like crushing me over time. <laughs> yes. But, um, but I really do uh, have it like at the, at the top of my mind to be focusing more on that stuff. Um, so I haven't, excuse me, I haven't like fallen off the wagon or anything with the weight loss. I kind of sort of paused where I'm at. But I took action back in January <laughs> when I was okay. at my heaviest uh, to sign up for an Ironman triathlon. So wow, uh, a full Ironman triathlon. When is that? So that's November 4th. Okay. So I'm thinking um, I really, really, really want to um, – prove it to myself that like if I say I'm going to do something I'm going to do something I ran uh I think the video is still on my channel but I ran the Detroit marathon having not trained nearly enough I trained really well from like January to May the marathon was in October from like May to August or September like I didn't do much training at all okay wow (laughs) And then I went to the expo the day before and I felt really bad that I hadn't because I was like, there, there was so much excitement. And I'm like, I had this like knee problem. Uh, anytime I'd run a certain distance, it would really start to, to hurt. And at the expo, there was a guy there with like physio tape and uh, I told him what was going on. And he's like, I think it's this. And he, he put the tape on my knee in a certain way uh, that he said should help. And then I also... Um, day or two before that went for a run in a different type of shoe it was like a minimalist flat there was like no cushion so it was like less comfortable okay. the, I felt like the shoe that I was using was was probably um, contributing to the knee oh okay and the the physio guy at the expo sort of agreed so I had the the knee tape and I had the minimalist like flat shoe and I was just like, I'm just going to run like as far as I can. And if it, if the pain gets to the point where I think I'm going to like injure myself, then I'll stop. But if it doesn't, then I'm just going to push myself. And I ran the first half of the Detroit marathon in like two hours and five minutes, which is fairly respectable. Cause like even at the peak of my training, I think I did a half distance and training rate around that time or like maybe 155. So like Amazing. I was pumped about that. And then uh, there was definitely some walking involved with the second half. Mm-hmm. And just like they say in the different books, like mile 19 of 26, um, you, they say you you hit the wall. I think I hit the wall at like mile 21. The last five were rough. But again, like the knee wasn't hurting like that. Like it didn't feel like an injury pain. I was just, my legs were just super sore. And I ended up finishing. Um, awesome. I think in four hours and 55 minutes. That's great. Yeah, which is pretty good for someone that hadn't trained nearly as much as I should. So I have a terrible procrastination habit. And it turns out, like, I am, like, text box AD. Well, not uh, ADHD, but ADD. Okay. (laughs) Like, attention deficit. And I'm coming to terms with that as a separate video. Um, 
because of all the stigma behind that and different doctors and whatnot, even working in mental health, I've had psychiatrists along the way, like claim that it's not real and whatnot. And there's all these different, like really smart doctors showing now that now they have brain scans to kind of prove that the brain is like different in ADHD versus not. So that I think is part of uh, the big contributor to me procrastinating on things. Um, that I need to get like, you need to be like fearful of it to really start taking action because your brain's not like prioritizing things properly. Mm-hmm. So this kind of works out perfect now. I took the action to sign up for the full Ironman in January because that would have been the proper amount of time to like lose weight and train and like have a chance. November, like a full year would have been smart, smart. Okay. January, I thought January, like January 1st, like I'm going to be scared. No. We're three months out and I'm like, I realized like if I don't drop like 30 pounds fast and then like train. another ten, another 10 in like the last month and a half and train a lot, like there's absolutely zero chance. So um, I think the first series I'm going to upload that again, is not going to be like production value, but just to get it out there is um, how not to train for an Ironman because <laughs> Cause there's a lot of like how to train for an Ironman. Mm-hmm. And if you want to follow the like how to, you need a lot of free time. You need a lot of like yeah. stuff. You still do need stuff. I have all the stuff. Cause again, like I have a good job. So I've been able to buy things, but um, I want to, I want to upload a series and then I'm pretty confident that if I can get the weight off, um and i do get in a good amount of training in like these final three months um i'll have a chance at kind of david goggins it yes i wouldn't like advise anyone to do but i would also like be really proud if i was able to finish (laughs) with three months of training oh my gosh (laughs) brian the whole the whole reason i signed up was like if i sign up for this i'll be at my goal weight by November for sure like whether I finish the race or not yes so the goal has always been to like for it to be the it to be the action I needed to get me to the like goal weight and healthiness okay that is still very very possible but I also have finished an Ironman on my bucket list and I'd rather do it now than like have to pay again because that's very expensive yeah so okay it's different than a marathon so get to it now otherwise yeah exactly like it, that's not really something that you can just kind of like show up for you know no 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 i'm not no i'm not gonna just show up like okay. um i'm currently looking at the next three months as uh training in the swim and the bike and the run as the way to lose the weight and I oh, know okay. that if I, if I spend three months of dedicated training, I think I will be uh, fit enough. Because back in the day, I was an athlete. And I still have, like, underneath the flab, I still have very muscular legs and right. a good upper body. I have a good swimmer's body. I've been told I have long arms and short legs. So Beautiful. Beautiful. If, I can get, if I can get through the swim, my confidence will be very high. The bike is a long, it's going to be like an eight hour bike, probably. Jeez. Um, 
and whether I can do that in like the time they allot you will be, I think, the key to whether I finish or not. Okay. But well, if you're okay, that I'm glad that you're being smart about it. That that's like you're training now as you're. Yeah. Like, I thought you were like, oh, I'm gonna lose weight and then I'm gonna train. I no, was like, no, I don't no, think you have no, time no, to no. do those back to back. Okay. No. That was my initial plan, and I didn't lose enough weight, so it's it's time okay. to train very hard. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that is super, super exciting. Um, so that, so that will be my focus for the channel. I'm going to, because, because to have a chance at finishing this, like I, I'm enough of a realist to know, like I, when I'm not working and not like spending a little time with my family, <laughs> I need to, I need to be spending a significant amount of time training. Yeah. Um, and YouTube, like a full on like launch and, other YouTube videos aren't going to be very realistic. Like it needs to be just like Iron Man and that's it for the next three months. Um, but for vision for the whole channel, I just want to provide people with value. So I, I have this goal for what I'd like to transition to from the nursing. Um, I can't think of any better way to earn money and especially like to earn a significant amount of money because I'm not going to lie. Like I'd love to be rich and make a bunch of money Um, would be like from helping people. And I think the the best, like guilt freest way uh, for me to do that would be essentially like donation. So I'm thinking I want to just upload as many videos in uh, on every, anything and everything as possible, hoping that, um, no matter what the video is, it at least has a chance to provide people with a little bit of either value or like entertainment value. And if, and then have on my like YouTube channel page, what they see is like me explaining my million monster min- mission. So I've had this idea that, you know, I'm, I've often like bought people a coffee. If someone does like a little favor for you or whatever a co-worker you like it's like hey i'll buy you coffee it's like two dollars it's it's not much but like it's a good way to it's a nice way to say thank you i don't drink coffee i drink for now energy drinks okay to be honest i've been drinking more red bull than monsters but we're you got to stick with monster it sounds better (laughs) you used to be able to get two monsters for four bucks so it's like two dollars for a monster i want to try and um, impact a million people's lives and I want to track it by if I've like impacted your life enough that you'd like to say thank you I'm not making money off these videos because the ad revenue is terrible on YouTube and okay. can only talk about certain things and whatnot so like you can say thank you by helping me with my million monster mission if you send like two dollars I know that um I brought a little bit of value to your life. And then I have a way of like the income directly being a show of like impact, Mm -hmm. which is like win-win. And then it's $2. So even if the lovely government is like, Hey, even though this is a donation, you provided them with whatever value (laughs) you have to pay tax. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Still like make a million dollars off of a million people. Right. Probably lose half. So I think that'd be cool, like little life goal, and yeah. I may not get there, but 
if I do, I couldn't think of a better way to make, make a million dollars. So I, I think that is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And that makes me feel much better that it's uh, almost like a hypothetical mm -hmm. uh, million monster. Because when you were, yeah. I heard you say that and I was like, this dude, this is before I knew that you had a heart thing. I was like, <laughs> this is not going to be healthy for this guy. No, no. <laughs> I like no. that idea. Yeah. So. Brilliant. Oh, That's... brilliant, brilliant. So the videos will be everything. I can't stand how Amazon, like 20,000 five-star reviews and then you buy the thing and it's still terrible. Like they're paying people, they're giving their, like they'll either give people their money back for like changing their bad review to good if it's like some Chinese cheap product or like there's just everything. You can't tell what is true with anything nowadays it seems like the news you can't tell if someone's opinions real if there's a reviewer on youtube giving a review on a product they were sent it for free they either get to keep it or they were paid and you don't know about it like all these influencers they're making money off influencing so i'd love to do a set of videos where i just like i'm reviewing like anything or everything if i really like something i have it's like hey that's what i have they're not paying me if people want to send me something like for free for me to review it i might talk shit about it and then i don't even i i've established that i won't even be able to keep it because then essentially you are like it can influence your review so i don't know if i'll then give it away to a viewer or what but i would love to be like a source of um honest reviews where people know that they're honest because i feel like you can't tell ever if someone's being honest um so that was one thing I've thought uh, growing up, I was kind of hampered. I didn't know how to do much. When I moved out, I struggled with like cooking anything. So I'd love to do like a bunch of videos where it's just like essentially for like college people or people that just moved out and they're like, how do I cook macaroni and cheese? Love it. And kind of like go into detail, like how you said about like with the monster stuff. It's like, well, like, it's pretty simple to cook mac and cheese, but a lot of people want to see it, it done instead of read the instructions. And then there's little things, like when I strain the noodles, if you, like, put the noodles back in the pot and leave the strainer, that strainer's, like, super hard to clean after. But if you, as soon as you dump the noodles out, like, spray it with water, like, all that, like, gunk almost gets off right away. So, like, little things like that, because I'm such a, like, almost OCD or like I think about dumb things like that. So it's like if, if maybe uh, I'm like helping teach some like kids how to cook like little things like tacos and mac and cheese and who knows where that goes, but like TD, T, TD, TDE recipes or like something or just like when I met uh, Lindsay, she introduced me to this dish called bubble pizza. And it's like my, my friend like laughed. He's like, that is like the whitest dish i've ever seen in my life and it's like pillsbury dough on the bottom ground beef with pizza sauce and then melted cheese and it's uh -huh. so good it's like incredible like changed my life so uh, like you won't that's be having that me, no i know but that's what made me think of it i was like i should like upload this like people would be happy to find out about this recipe yes. so like i literally just want to i'm just going to be uploading everything and because of that, like people may, I may not get a bunch of subscribers because they say, you know, you should be in a niche in order to like get people to want to keep watching. So like, but I really don't care. The goal is going to be like, hey, 
did some did whoever clicked on this like get some value from it and then if they actually did and they actually wanted to say thank you like I'll, at the end i'll be like i don't care about your likes or your subscribes like if if you actually like got some value from this video check out my million monster mission like that'd be the that would be the best way you could help me or you know tell someone about my channel yeah that's brilliant that's brilliant. that's where my channel's headed that is a little while that is amazing. So now, okay, is your, what is the channel uh, link? Mm -hmm. Is it YouTube? That's a good question. Okay, sorry. I, no, I think, <laughs> I think it's you, just, you gave uh, it to me, I think. Yeah, I think so it's, it's just like youtube.com slash TDTDE. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Yes, it is. It's right here. So, um, because maybe, maybe you put it in there and it's the guy that's doing everything. Then you... I know that that, I just don't think it sounds as good. Because <laughs> it's more accurate, but it's just, that's just me. You, you're not the first person to say that. The goal, so my goal is to remember, when I die, I want to be remembered as the guy that's done everything. That's fair. On my list. That's, that's what I'm fair. working towards. That's fair. Even though I'm calling myself it now, it's that's fair. what I'm working towards living into it okay <laughs> oh my gosh this is so so exciting okay. I, have fun. I don't know if anyone's gonna get anything from this but they are i know they are and i don't care if they do actually because i did so you're like motivating me to get out of my own way and just get the things done um and then why don't we why don't we set it up that you come when's the triathlon November 4th. November 4th. Hey, so we'll figure I'll come out back a with date. my medal. Yeah. Yeah. And all your, losers, all, all your losers, all your listeners will be like, yeah. hey, that fat loser. <laughs> <laughs> no, they will be cheering you on. Yeah. They will be cheering yeah. you on. All of our, all of our millions of listeners. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, you're coming back in November then. Let's do it. Then yeah. I, you have to do it with your metal. We'll do it. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll, either way, I'm going to be skinny. I'll be skinny with a metal or skinny without, but okay. I will be skinnier. That is wonderful. I am, oh, Brian, the guy that's done everything. I am so, so happy that you were on the show tonight. Uh, normally, we are only like 45 minutes max. We are over yeah, an sorry. hour and it, no, do not apologize. This flew by. I am so excited. Um, and I can't wait to see. So as you're, as you're doing all of the things, we're going to share it on our stuff too. Um, because I know that people are going to be interested and we need more things that aren't curated that are just real and seeing people actually accomplish. Um, it's really, really fascinating and exciting and motivating in itself, whether you're finishing, but mm -hmm. just the doing is, is really really powerful. So thank you for sharing your story with me. And, um, guys, thank you for listening as always. Uh, you know, that you can find us on, even though we're not very active there, you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on YouTube and Instagram and Twitch a little bit on Twitter. And, um, every Monday night we've got our book club. So we're doing, um, it didn't start with you. Um, and so if you want to be a part of that, we're just on part two. So, uh, it's every Monday night from eight to nine. So we'll see you next Tuesday, eight o'clock. Um, Brian, the guy.
I've just done everything. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Liam. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm very uh, jealous and impressed. Thank Keep you. at it. I can't wait to hear your next TED Talk. If it happens, it'll be because because of your the push from you. Because of the first day pod. <laughs> exactly. Oh, thank you. thank you. All right. Bye, everybody. Thank you.